today we're going to talk about controlling the narrative, controlling your brand, which is important when you are talking about your career, talking about how people perceive you and your business, all that good stuff. We're going to also talk about some crazy things I've been hearing in the Christian business world about what you need to do to be successful in business. And hey, that's my specialty. So I want to talk about that. And then also, I was learning about some free market private sector solutions to school shootings. And I just thought it was really cool. And I wanted to share that with you because it doesn't have to do with bald dicks. It has to do with actual people parents, people coming together to find solutions. And wouldn't you know, it has nothing to do with anything the, po- the politicians are mostly talking about. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you so much for all of you guys who have been loyal followers. I get emails from you guys, Matt at howtobuildatent.com, talking to me about what's going on, what you've been doing, that you've been listening from the beginning Like, I don't even know if I would listen to myself from the beginning, to be honest. But hey, if you are a fan of Reform Jellicle, can you do me a favor? I'm trying to get Stephen Furtick on the show. If you could just go over to my Twitter, How to Build a Tent, at How to Build a Tent, or just tweet him directly and tag Reform Jellicle and say, hey, love to see you on the show. That'd be great. If we can get thousands of you to do that, just two seconds to go over there on Twitter and do that. That'd be, I mean, that would be a really great show. I want to talk to him about some of the, the uh, clips that people take about him and I want to get his opinion on them. And then I also want to talk about what his thoughts are on the SBC. Cause I just found out his church is part of the SBC. At least that's what I heard on the internet and then everything on the internet's true. Right? So if you do that, that'd be great. We are part of the fight, laugh, feast network. Go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HTBT in the memo field. You'll get a 15 ounce mug. You'll get tons of great benefits, but you will be mostly coming alongside of us and helping us proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. What else do we got going on? Oh, 250 making 250. I haven't really talked about it. I mean, I've talked about it a little bit every once in a while on the show, but I just want to refresh your memories. My goal this year is to get 250 of you to start a business as individuals or as a family And the goal is to get a modest $250 in revenue a month. And the purpose of this is so that you would just get started and get through the motions and go through all of the things that seem to be intimidating and then realize that, hey, you can got this. And then we can start building on and making yourself profitable, growing your sales, cutting costs, scaling, all that good stuff. So pray about it. Think about doing it. We want to diversify our income because the less a customer, the less our company we work for has primary control over how much money we get, the better, the more powerful we're going to have. We want to be the ones in control. We want to be the ones with leverage. We don't want our customers. We don't want our employers to be the ones that have the leverage on us. This show is brought to you by the Kingsman Grooming Pros. Go over to Kingsman Grooming Products, kingsmangroomingpros.com. Go support them, a Christian company. They have great quality products and you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the discount checkout code section. The three reasons you already use these products, go over and support the Christian guys that are helping to build and be part of the 250 making 250. They're listeners of the show. Actually, they're way beyond 250 making 250. Let's be honest. Two, they are they make great products. I have a bunch here. I'm like rotating them in and out because I just love using them so much. My beard feels phenomenal. And three, you get 10% off when you 
use HTBT in the discount. So you get that discount. I mean, hey, it's just something you need to do. And it's been great. So I just want to say thank you that they've been noticing a huge spike in their um, people checking out their page. I really appreciate that. If you're low or getting close to wanting to, to get your refill on your products, go over there, check them out, give them a shot and see if you're as satisfied as I am with them. All right. So I want to talk about now. I just was before coming on the show, I kind of go through Twitter. I go through YouTube to see what I really want to talk about. If there's anything that's like standing out that is trending to, you know, hitch a ride on and see if I can get some more followers that are outside of our normal group of people that we have on the FLF network. And one of the things I was seeing was Trump was saying, and I want you and you may not vote for Trump. You may not like him from a political perspective, but you would be wise. You would do well if you would study him from a branding and marketing perspective because he is a marketing branding genius. I don't care if you think he's stupid with politics, running the country. He is only successful and is rich, you know, and has real estate billion dollars or hundreds of million dollars, whatever you think he's worth. You only think that because his dad was rich, whatever. Just look at how he acts. Definitely not because he's told to do this because everyone that tells him things, it's like, stop doing what you're doing. But he has a phenomenal grasp on how to shape the narrative and how to reinforce his brand. And now a lot of us Christians kind of give him crap for this about how he doesn't apologize, how he doesn't say sorry. And I think personally, this is, you know, I don't know the man. It's my guess. The reason he doesn't do that is he thinks that his brand would be damaged by apologizing in public. He admits he's wrong. It's just kind of interesting. We're seeing a progression happen where he's starting to say things that he never used to say when he was running on the trail. But that's neither here nor there. But I saw on Twitter where he was talking about how how can you trust the Democrats with your health care if they can't even run the Iowa caucus? Now, it's obviously bad that the Democrats screwed up Iowa, right? Everyone's heard about it because it's a big deal. When's the last time that a caucus was screwed up and there's so much controversy? I can't remember a time before this. And what is he doing? He's capitalizing on it and saying, like, look how big of a screw up this was. You want him in, tr- in control of your health care? You want the Democrats in control of your health And by the way, I retweeted... I, I love it. I found on Twitter, you can search specific profiles, which is kind of creepy, but you can search your own for keywords. And I looked for it. I called Pete Buttigieg being the Democrat nominee. And who do you, and that was when? October, which is an eternity in politics. That was like five months ago. I called that. So if you need some political analysis, if you want somebody to speak about how politics are, you know, someone who has a good record, I'm one for one on that then I'm open to speaking engagements. No, but anyways, he is taking it and saying, you don't want them to run your healthcare because they're gonna do the same thing that they're doing in Iowa. And one of the things that we love about Trump, and I mean, we, the people and Republicans, conservatives, even the people that didn't really vote for him, but still enjoy, is that he knows how to take the fight and he takes opportunities presented himself to control the narrative and to control the brand. He's not letting the Democrats get away. He's not letting them push us under the rug. He's not letting them to go on, but he's going to make them to defend how they're going to be successful at running the healthcare. Because otherwise, if it was a typical Republican, 
they would have just let this go. They would have just not really they maybe said one, two or two things about it. They kind of would have been mild. They would have been respectable and they would have been presidential, quote unquote. But they wouldn't have gone after them like this. And then the narrative would have been back to Republicans want to steal your health care. We want to give you all these benefits. But now the Democrats are going to have to defend that they can actually do it efficiently and they can do it in a way that they weren't able to do in Iowa. Do you see the difference? And I want you to study this. I want you to learn how to do this because this is where the leverage comes from in conversations. This is in debates online, when you're talking with your boss about your raise and the value you provide when you're making sales with your business is you want to control the conversation, not manipulate, but take the conversation where you want it to go by being confident, being, um, I don't want to say forward because that's not the word I'm looking for, but you want to exert your position first. You want to lead the discussion. You want to lead the narrative. And the more you can do that, the more you will be successful in sales, the more you will be more successful in getting your raises, and the more that you will get what you want because you're controlling the narrative. It's like you don't want to leave a vacuum like we pulled out of Iraq and then ISIS came through. That's what we kind of do with our conversations. That's what we do with the narrative. And what Trump has done is not that. He's filled the vacuums. He's taken advantage. He's advanced his position. And he does that with his brand. He does that with by like reinforcing himself. And he does that with his strategies and campaigning as well. So take a note of that. You don't have to like the guy. I, I you know, I kind of like him because I just like that personality. But... You should learn from him. And I'm not even talking about politics. I'm just saying learn from his ability to control the narrative and his marketing ability and how he can just controls his image, controls the conversations that are going on. He's absolutely masterful in that. Okay, I want to get back to talking about some of the things that I've been hearing on the Christian YouTube and what Christian business people have been talking about. One thing specific, particular, but then I want to get to something that's really encouraging is the private market solutions, individuals that is, when I say private market or I mean the private sector, I'm talking about individuals, parents, people that have kids, the solutions they're coming up with. I absolutely love it. So we're going to get into that. But first, we got to talk about our sponsor, faithfulcounseling.com. They have thousands and thousands of counselors that have are faith-based. They specialize, they're licensed professionals in depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping issues, trauma, family conflict, grief. They're here to help. You can access them on any platform that you can use, mobile app, Android, iOS, your desktop. They are accessible through text, chat, phone, video. There's 3,000 of them, 3,000 of the licensed therapists across 50 states. It's available worldwide for those of you who listen on far away. And they are secure, convenient, and professional. And most of all, it's faith-based. And you can get 10% off when you go to faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. Simply fill out a questionnaire, help them assess your needs, and you'll get matched with a counselor that you'll love. Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. Now, I was going on through the YouTube looking at, because I'm just curious about what other people are saying about business what other people are saying in my niche. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, I might have to edit that out. I'm still getting get over my cold. I don't have the flu, the mucus anymore. I didn't have the flu. I had the cold. I don't have the mucus anymore, but my throat gets dry. And so I had to cough. 
I might edit that out. But then my explanation is going <laughs> to be out of place, so maybe I'll just leave it. Okay, I'm spending way too much time on it. Okay, so there's this guy, Andre Oliver, and he was interviewed by this guy who I didn't realize was a Christian or in- interviewed Christian people. I see him as an influencer on YouTube. And I think this guy has a church in South Africa. That's my guess from his accent. But fair, you know, disclaimer, I can't tell you Aussies from your New Zealanders to your South South Africans. And I know that, you know, you guys that listen in Australia, <clears throat> I love you guys. And you're probably mad at me. I apologize. I just don't know the difference. I just don't know the difference. I mean, do you know the difference between a California accent and a Northeastern accent? You guys probably do. Anyways, <clears throat> So one of the things he was saying, oh, he's from Rivers Church, was that, I just need to take a drink, I'm sorry. All right, I just had to edit out a whole section where I'm coughing and dying here. Right. One of the things he was saying was that when people have a biblical mindset, they will access the spiritual potential of business. And his, his point was that when you are understanding what the Bible teaches about business, entrepreneurship, and profits, you're going to become rich. It's very health and wealth gospel, but it's even more than that. It's not just that. You're going to get all these riches because you have faith that God's going to provide them. It's almost like this Gnostic where if you just understand the true secrets of the Bible, then you're going to get the spiritual power to be successful and to be profitable. And what... He means by successful is be rich, be be and make a lot of money, and you're going to get this because you're going to access the secret spiritual, you know, tricks of the trade that are found in the Bible. And I just want to say that people Christians are going to be successful not because they find some secret knowledge, some hidden knowledge in the Bible. They're not going to be successful because they have a certain amount of faith. Ultimately, God's in control and he's going to decide what you get and what you don't get financially. And our success should not be measured by what we get from a financial perspective. Our success should be solely measured in how well we execute what God has called us to do, how faithful we have been. And I'm not even saying results. I don't think we're in charge. We're responsible for results. It's how faithful and how well do we serve our God? The results are up to him. Whatever that is, good and bad. Like there's prophets that went and preached to the Israelites and got no converts, right? And then there's people like Jonah who didn't even want to be successful and he like converted a whole city. So totally up to God and it has nothing to do with us. But success is for me and what I'm trying to get you guys to do is not to become stinking rich. Although I hope God blesses us that way so that we can do things in ministry. But it's that we will be responding and doing what God created us to do and do it in a a very and execute it in a great way and be excellent at what we do in business and investing and all that our careers and all that good stuff. And it's not that we need some spiritual tricks or that we need spiritual help, quote unquote, although it is the Holy Spirit working in us, helping us, right? But the, what makes you successful in business is, is the natural way God created this world. That's why they're successful people that aren't Christians. Because they do things that, that will result in making a profit, will result in making riches. That has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. 
but they understand the natural laws and the natural principles. There's no secret in the Bible except the Bible when they does talk about principles that will help you. There, It's just how the world works. When you create something that someone else wants, they're willing to give up something to get it. Supply and demand, profits, all of these things, they're not hidden spiritual truths. It's just part of the natural law of life. So please don't fall for that. Don't feel like you need to buy his books or anyone's books who's saying like, I have the secrets in the Bible to make you a millionaire. It's not there. God created the principles of business out in the world in natural law. Now, I'm not saying we can't apply biblical principles and apply what God says in the Bible to our business. That's what I try to do on the show. But it's the, like it's principles that apply to everything in life, not just business, because they're true no matter what subject you apply them to. That's the beautiful thing about God's word. It's a beautiful thing. So I don't want you to, you know, get caught up in the, you know, that whatever that is. I, I, I just think it's Gnosticism, but I feel like I've been seeing a lot of Gnosticism, calling a lot of things Gnosticism late, like Enneagrams, um, and I don't want to overuse that word. Okay, so I just want to, I was encouraging, I was encouraged by this, and I was trying to find something else. I was trying, excuse me, I'm sorry, that was rude me. I'm sick, forgive me. I was trying to find this, I forgot, I think it was the shooting in Florida, not the nightclub shooting, but the, or maybe it wasn't in Florida. But he came up with an app, his his foundation. He was a dad. His, he lost his daughter in a school shooting. And he built an app that worked with the police department where they could communicate with active shooters. They can communicate with the, the administration and the teachers. And they can see what's going on in the schools through the camera and through their PEA system. And I thought that was just brilliant. I also found this one, Sandy Hook Promise, where it's a... Another group that parents, based off of the Sandy Hook shooting, came together. And I was just wanting to read some of this stuff. They've trained 11 million youth and adults on how to recognize and to do preventative things. 65,000 promise leaders. 4.5 million people have made the promise with our organization. 2,700 save promise clubs across the country. So this organization has created 2,700 clubs across the country. And do you hear about this in the news at all? I haven't. More than 11 million participants in one more of the Know the Signs programs and initiatives. So they have this program where you look for signs. 11 million people have been a part of it. Isn't that great? It has nothing to do with gun control. It has nothing to do with arming security guards. It's not political at all. But it's parents in the private sector solving the problem. And I just want to point this out. I want to emphasize this because... I feel like the news and the narrative of today is if the government doesn't do it, no one's going to save us. But look at this, an organization that you've probably never heard of, I never heard of it, had 11 million people trained to know their signs. That's not a small number. That's 11 million people. More than 6,500 promise leaders working in local communities across the country. 4.5 million people have made the Sandy Hook promise to do all they can to protect children from gun violence. More than 2,700 safe promise clubs throughout the U.S., 4.5 million people trained and start with hello. 2 million people trained to say and say something. So there's all this stuff. I don't really know about that. I'm not promoting this one specifically. Um, I don't know that much about it. But my point is simply this, is that we are not beholden to the government to make things happen, that we have the power to be successful, not just in business, but in charities and making change in our culture and it doesn't have to go through the government. I mean, this company, this organization has accomplishments, bullet points for 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 15, 14, and 13 when it started. 
They've been doing stuff for several years going strong. We don't need the government. And I just want to be encouraging because this is the stuff that's not going to divide us. I don't know anyone who's upset about the Sandy Hook promise and having programs to help, you know, reach out to people. So there you go. I'm going to go before I cough anymore or choke or sniffle or whatever. Thanks for bearing with me and understanding. We'll talk to you next time. God bless.